This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 232, baby. Oh yeah. You may notice there is something strange with my voice. This is because I went to the England match in Rome on Saturday night to watch England beat Ukraine 4-0. Notice we say nil there for zero, 4-0. And I may have been jumping around singing like a hooligan for a long time. But today I want to take you on that journey with me, okay? I brought my phone and I tried to bring a portable microphone which I used a few times the quality sometimes is not so good but it's okay so I'm going to bring you on this journey with me to the match okay now you do not need to be a football fan to enjoy this episode okay there's nothing specific no players names or anything like that in fact I want to try and show you the magic of the game the beautiful game as it is known football not the actual sport i'm not going to talk to you about tactics and anything like that but i'm going to talk to you about everything that surrounds the sport for example friendship um, experiences traveling and lots more okay so let me tell you the story so the first thing i needed to do was get tickets for the game okay now i thought all the England games were being played in London for the tournament. So I thought, you know, it's impossible for me to go to London at the moment with all of these travel restrictions. Then I spoke to Boom Boom immediately after England's last game against Germany. And he said this. Now, Wembley is just the name of the stadium in London. So after I spoke to him, I checked and I noticed the match was being played in Rome, Italy. Now, you probably know I live in Italy. So when I saw that, I immediately thought, hello, this could be interesting. I live in Italy. Maybe it's possible because normally it is impossible to get tickets to see England play at a major tournament because of obviously the thousands and thousands and thousands of people that want the tickets. But I had a very special advantage here thanks to the coronavirus because to arrive in Italy you need to do five days quarantine so it was impossible for the England fans to travel from England so I thought I was in with a chance and I was now it has always been my dream to see England play at a major tournament so this was something very important for me I was determined to get these tickets I read an article on the BBC and it said that the embassy in Rome were going to sell tickets to English people living in Italy. So I thought, brilliant, I'm an English person living in Italy. So I immediately phoned the embassy, the British embassy in Rome and said, hello, I'm phoning up about the football tickets for the England-Ukraine match. And they said, we actually deal with certificates, passports and things like this, not football matches and very quickly hung up the phone. So notice when you hang up the past, hung up, it's when you close the call, let's say. So I felt very stupid, but I didn't give up. I didn't let that stop me. I put messages in all of the Facebook groups with British people in Italy. And then I finally got the tickets on Thursday. And then it was just playing the waiting game. I was counting down the minutes and the hours before the match. I didn't sleep well on Friday night because I was too excited like a child on Christmas Day. 
But then finally, Saturday morning arrived and I travelled to the airport in Palermo to fly to Rome. I actually originally booked a flight that arrived in Rome at four o'clock. And then I thought, no, I want more drinking time. So I just lost the money for that flight. Admittedly, it was only 20 euros and then booked another flight for 10 o'clock in the morning that arrived in Rome at 11 o'clock. Luckily, Mrs. R&R had given me the green pass, let's say, to travel to Rome. So that's exactly what I did. So here is me recording the very first part of my on-the-go podcasts, let's say. Currently at the airport wearing my mask. I also have the results of my COVID test, which I did yesterday, which is never a pleasant experience is it when they put that thing up your nose here they put it so far up your nose it feels like it's about to touch your brain and one more thing is that i don't think you understand listening to this podcast how embarrassing it is for me to be holding a microphone in front of a lot of people and talking they're all looking at me thinking what the fuck is he doing I've also literally just this moment seen some Ukrainian fans and they look very, very, very intimidating. Now they did look intimidating, but that's because everyone looks intimidating to me. So remember, intimidating means scary. This is one of the beautiful things of football. Rivalries. Healthy rivalries, because unfortunately there are a lot of idiots that follow football and like to fight with opposing fans for no reason, which is ridiculous. Instead, I like to interact with the opposing fans. In fact, when I went to the stadium, I spoke to some Ukrainian fans, but you'll hear more about that later. So I jumped on the plane. And landed in Rome. At the airport now, just going to get the train into the city centre where I'm meeting one of my friends. This is the great thing about football, is that it takes you to places around the world. I've watched football in most countries in Europe, I would say. I've watched football in France, Germany, Italy, not Spain, actually, Um, Romania, Hungary. So it's just a great excuse to visit a new place see some friends that you have in those cities and of course to get really drunk which is exactly the plan today the plan is to get as drunk as possible and for england to win i can be sure about getting really drunk but not a hundred percent sure that england will win they are the favorites to win and that is dangerous but we will see Now, I said I've watched football in most countries in Europe and then I noticed I named about three countries, but um, never mind. Notice as well, I was not confident of England actually winning, mainly because England have never actually won anything in all of my life. They've won matches of football, of course, but they've never won a trophy. So this is why it means so much to us English people, because football is such a big part of our culture. For example, in Italy, many people go to the bar to have a coffee together. It's a big part of the culture. In England, going to pub, sorry, going to the pub, I can't even get my grammar right, let alone speak. So yes, going to the pub to watch football together is a big part of our culture. So anyway, the journey continued. I just got off the train. I'm now walking down to the pub to see my friend. I could have taken the metro, 
but I wanted to walk just to prove to myself that I still remember the street. That's because I used to live in Rome, so I wanted to prove to myself that I still remembered the street and the pub I was going to to meet my friend in. I would say it's my favourite pub in the world. This is because when I lived in Rome, I didn't really have many friends. In fact, I had almost zero friends. I was new to a new city. But there was this English pub, Irish pub, whatever you want to call it, that had English TV, English people were there. So I used to go on my own every Sunday and watch football there. I would never speak to anyone. It would be just me. But just going there to watch football with English commentary just made me feel like I was at home again. When I felt a bit homesick, I used to go there on a Sunday, especially during the winter sometimes maybe. I wasn't so happy, a bit sad, missing my family. But going to this pub made me feel like I was just at home for a couple of hours and it really was a nice feeling. So that's why I think it's my favourite pub in the world because it really does have strong memories for me. And sometimes I used to go there with my friend and drink with him. So it was very special for me to be going back to this pub with my friend. And this is when I saw him and I hadn't seen him for, I don't know, probably about two years So I recorded the moment when we actually saw each other again. And you will notice we're both a bit hesitant because at the moment you don't know what to do with COVID, do you? What do you do? Handshake? Nothing. So here we go. Here he is, my mate. Oh, mate, ma come possible? Sei diventato più brutto? Come here, ma come qui, eh? Ah, fanculo. Let's go. Come va? Apologies for non-Italian speakers there. I basically just said to my friend oh my god you're even more ugly than I remember which is just banter obviously remember banter like friendly jokes that you say to each other in fact he often calls me ugly face okay so it's just banter so yes I then sat down with my friend Ricardo and had a few beers so now we are back in my favorite pub of all time I'm here with my friend Ricardo hello that was his podcast appearance we're sitting at the table which i always used to sit at my favorite table in the world lots of memories are coming back to me we're only on our second beer and i'm already feeling drunk and it's only half past one so we'll see how the day goes and then substitute sabrina and her husband mr substitute arrived and again there was a bit of confusion about how to say hello due to covid but here we go all right good to see you now i'm not sure if you heard that but at the end i was talking to mr substitute about the italy match that had been played the day before so Notice that already, immediately talking about football is such a great thing to talk about in the pub. I then recorded a conversation with Substitute Sabrina where the audio is so bad I can't let you listen to it. But we spoke about a time we went to that specific pub when I lived in Rome and we watched England against Italy. Now England lost that day, but for me that was one of almost my best memories of enjoying football because it was such a great atmosphere it was about 50% Italian people 50% English people that day all very friendly stuff they were making fun of us we were making fun of them and again that's the beauty of football I think but unfortunately there are idiots that can't do it like that and 
want to fight for some unknown reason. So anyway, we stayed in the pub for a few hours. We did also get some food and the hours just kept passing by and the beers kept on flowing. So now we jump ahead a little bit in the day because remember the match was at nine o'clock at night. This is also where things start to kind of make less sense. The things that come out of my mouth, I mean. So one hour to go till kickoff now. Um, a lot's happened since the last time I recorded. I'm pretty drunk now. Um, I don't really know what's happened in the meantime. I'm now going to have a coffee to try and pick me up because I kind of feel like I've had my peak and I'm on the way down. So I'm going to have a coffee. God knows what's going to happen because I haven't uh, drank, I haven't drunk, couldn't find the right conjugation of the verb there. I haven't drunk a coffee, an Italian coffee, since about 2013. But special circumstances, I think this is the one to move me to the next level. Now I've never heard the term a coffee is going to take me to the next level. So that was just the beer talking. Don't use that phrase. But it seemed to do the trick because it did perk me up. A lovely term there to say it put the energy back in me, let's say. So the journey continues. Just can now see the stadium. It's a bit strange. There's not really enough people around. It kind of feels like a bit more relaxed than I was thinking. I'm ready to jump off the fucking bridge and go bloody mental. But that's not really the vibe here. But we, we, we can't speak we will see things though did get lively quite quickly so here is when i arrived in the stadium i've never been so excited in my whole life but we'll see how it goes so now nerves were really starting to kick in a lovely term that i was really starting to feel the nerves and then they did the national anthems so the national anthem is the song for your country let's say which is a special moment in sport everyone sings together and at the end there's the roar of the crowd which you will hear here Now, I don't like the English national anthem because it talks about the Queen and I don't like the Queen. So I think England should change it. But I just tried to forget that and I sing the words. But one thing I, I hate, again, is when some fans boo the national anthem. So when it, for example, is the national anthem of Ukraine, some stupid English fans go boo, which is disgusting. I absolutely hate that. Some fans did that, which made me very angry. So then I felt almost embarrassed to be English and started trying to make friends with the Ukrainian fans and I thought I did a pretty good job they were smiling and I kept talking to them and then I kind of got the impression they were thinking right okay that was nice of you but please stop talking to me now luckily I understood the message so then I left them in peace and then we watched the game together now I happened to catch one of the goals so when you listen to this just wait for the beautiful moment of you can feel the excitement i think we say go on go on and then there's almost a split second of silence before the goal is scored just listen to the beauty of this
Now, scoring a goal in football, there's I don't know how to describe it. When you score a goal, personally, the feeling is incredible. But also watching somebody else score a goal. The rush of adrenaline is just crazy. And this is when the song started. Which kind of explains the voice. Now, football songs as well is something beautiful, absolutely beautiful. When you see thousands and thousands of people all singing together, it's just a wonderful thing to see. Listen to this next football chant, we call it a football chant, and see if you can understand the words, and then I will tell you after anyway. Now, if you didn't understand, it said, looking back at when we first met, I cannot escape and I cannot forget. Southgate, you're the one. Southgate is the name of the manager. You still turn me on, which is beautiful. Kind of like you sexually excite me. Football's coming home again. Now, that for me is amazing. The passion everyone sang that with, especially this bit. Did you feel that? You still turn me on. The passion everyone sang that with was amazing. And the excitement when everyone said, football's coming home again. Because pretty much everyone in that stadium, English supporters, have never seen England ever win anything. Because the last time was in 1966. So you need to be at least 55 to have been born. But to, to remember it, you need to be like at least 65. So just the hope and the excitement it creates in people is something, in my opinion, very special. Now, I was very lucky because England won the match 4-0, as I mentioned. So it was a great match. And as you can imagine, I was excited. And so were all of the other England supporters. And then outside the stadium, the singing did not stop. And we were singing what is probably my favourite football chant. So see if you can understand this one. I think you actually might understand this one. Let's try. Listening test. Now the words were, don't take me home, please don't take me home. Notice how we say please, polite hooligans. I just don't want to go to work, I want to stay here, drink all your beer. Please don't take me, please don't take me home. And then it just went on and on and on and we sang that song on repeat for, I would say, an hour outside the ground. And I was jumping up and down a lot with my injured ankle, which is now absolutely killing me with my voice. So it's painful for me to talk and walk at the moment, which are two things I like to do quite a lot. But that time outside the stadium, singing with all of these England fans was just amazing. And again, this is something that football does. It brings people together, unites people. I was talking to complete strangers which is something I literally never, ever do. I spoke to England fans that had travelled from all of Europe because England fans couldn't travel from England. So all of us English people living around Europe thought this is our moment. I spoke to English people living in Switzerland, Spain, France, Germany. We got talking. It brought us together. The football brought us together. 
otherwise I would never speak to people that I don't know. It's just not something I do. But the power of football, that's what it does. Now for the most difficult listening test, trying to understand me when I'm drunk. This was me walking home. So to put it bluntly, that was fucking mental. I mean, words can't describe how crazy that was. With a lot of England fans, I thought the atmosphere might be a bit shit. But in reality, it was absolutely amazing. Notice how I said there, in reality, instead of in reality. But never mind. I mean, I said the minute ago that I walked home. I didn't actually walk home. I got the metro home. And I then found some recordings of me in the metro station, completely alone, and also singing to myself a little bit, which you can listen to here. I wanna stay here, drinking all your beer. Please don't, please don't take me home. What the fucking hell did he say? So that was me arguing with the guy speaking on the Tannoy, I suppose. The Tannoy's the person that speaks in that loud machine, which is always impossible to understand them people, isn't it? Drunk or not drunk. So then I went back to substitute Sabrina's house where I had a bit of a problem with my England shirt the next day when I was going to the airport, which you can listen about here. I had a little bit of a problem that I lost my England shirt. At one point I was asking myself if I came home without a shirt on and we had to look for it for about 20 minutes and it turned out I put the shirt in a box. So obviously when I went to bed, obviously I was a bit drunk. Instead of putting putting the shirt in my bag, I decided to put it in a box in substitute Sabrina's spare bedroom. Not 100% sure why I did that, but luckily I found it. I was thinking if I don't find this shirt, it might be my fault that England don't win the Euros. And I just want to say, if they do, I really don't know what I will be able to do with myself. My life will be complete. I may jump off a bridge, so this might be one of the last episodes of the podcast. We will see. Now, hopefully it won't be one of the last episodes, but hopefully England will also win the Euros. So that's pretty much the end. It's now Sunday night at 11 o'clock at night. I've been making this podcast for the last few hours. I'm extremely tired, but what a weekend it has been for me. I lived the dream of seeing England play at a major tournament and they won in style. So for someone like me that grew up with football I played football in the garden with my brother at school with my friends in the street with other kids then we used to go to the park with the kids from the street and play kids in the park I played for my school team I played for my local team football is a big part of my life and as I said I've never seen England ever win anything and now they are close I'm still expecting disappointment this is how things go but the hope inside is magical that I am living at the moment these tournaments only come around every two years and this could be the year where football finally comes home anyway I hope you enjoyed going on this trip to Rome with me I hope I was able to show you as well that football is not just 22 players kicking a ball around and running around on some grass but so much more for example for me that one football match brought me close to some of my friends that I hadn't seen in a long time made me meet lots of new people from all around Europe well from England but that live all around Europe and to feel sensations that I have very rarely felt in my life so yes football is 
just a game as people say but I think football can take you to some very very special places not just you know geographically like to Rome but emotionally I will see you all soon people but in the meantime just keep on rocking baby thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English for more great content and to stay up to date visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish we'll catch you next time